Hi there, are you fed up with your wine belly? Embarrassed about your booze boobs? Sick of waking up with a hangover? And tired of never reaching your potential? Welcome to Sober Sassy Life, the podcast for women who are looking for more out of life than the evening rendezvous with the Chardonnay. Let's banish the wine witch for good. Here's your host, Jackie Elliott. and welcome to today's podcast. I, I want to start by asking you a question. What is the most ugly four-letter word in the English language? So I bet that you have a list out there. But I think that there are few nasty four-letter words that strike fear and loathing into people quite like D-E-B-T. Yep, that's right, debt. Horrible, ugly, miserable, shameful debt. So why am I talking about this today? So one of the more uncomfortable realizations about our sober journey is that all those things that you were drinking to forget actually still exist when you quit. So when you have been through your pink cloud and you have an appreciation for those wonderful mornings without hangovers and those calm days, and you and you really are beginning to love your sober life. You actually realize that instead of drowning your sorrows for all those years or months or however long it was that you were drinking, instead of drowning your sorrows, sorrows with booze, it turns out that the little buggers could actually swim. And now that you have quit, They've just dried themselves off, just like a dog does when it comes out of the lake and shakes itself all over you and rubs itself all over your cream-coloured carpet. You can't ignore them anymore. And one of those sorrows, for lots of us, one of the biggest ones, is debt or financial worries. And the problem is with debt that we as a society view it in exactly the same way as we view booze. You can be living in a million-dollar house saddled with a $999,000 mortgage, but as long as you're managing it, as long as it's not causing you a problem, it's normal. Everybody has debt. After all, how would society keep rolling along if it wasn't lubricated by a little booze and debt? However, there is the right kind of debt. Just like drinking a fine Merlot makes you you sophisticated, Um, A fine mortgage from the right establishment is a good thing, but a cheaper cider in a brown paper bag type from payday loans is not. And if you struggle with debt, even the fine, sophisticated, fine Merlot type, if you can't handle it, you may be feeling the same stigma and shame just as you did when you couldn't handle drinking. Because we have so many double standards about debt. But the truth of it is when it all comes tumbling down and you realise that the emperor actually isn't wearing any clothes at all, all debt is just money owed and all alcohol is poisonous. So why am I talking about this? Because here goes, I'm going to out myself again. I'm in debt. And I'm struggling with it. And I have been for quite a few months. And it's a stress. And the tendency was, when I was drinking, was to try and ignore it. And try and pretend that it wasn't happening. 
So trying to, you know, serve caviar to people when they came round while inwardly I was just wincing because I knew that I should have paid the hydro bill. And it was exactly the same conflict and emotion and shame as, as I felt about my drinking. I was still going out and boozing with friends and inwardly I knew that there was something wrong. Well, I wanted to be normal. I wanted to be like everybody else. I want to be handling my drinking. I want to be seen as handling my debt. So this podcast is really for anybody out there. And I suspect that there's lots of people out there who are struggling financially. And I suspect that I'm not unique in having turned to the bottle when um, financial worries got on, on top of me. So this is for you out there who may be struggling with debt. I'm with you. I hear you. I know exactly what it is that you are going through. And I do have some pointers about how to deal with it. And they sound very similar to, to everything that I would say to you if you were struggling with drinking and, and trying to get sober. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to face the truth. So you need to know the number the whole number, all of your credit card debt, all of the uh, car loans, the mortgage, overdrafts, even those little cards that you get from Sears, which rack up, which you get if you, you know, you buy something over $20 and they give you a free card or something like that, everything like that, you need to write them all down, you need to gather all that together, because you can't moderate with debt in the same way is that you, you, you know, you try to moderate with booze. You can't just deal with debt on the weekdays and forget about it on the weekends. You have to deal with all of it in one go. So then you have to do the uncomfortable work. You need to put aside all the stigma and shame and, and conflicts that you're feeling. You need to make the calls to all the nasty people that you think think that you are weak and a failure and you know what you're going to be pleasantly surprised in the same way as when you came out of the sober closet and you went out to an event for the first time and you looked around you realize that people don't really care about you know how much you're drinking the people on the end of the line of the collection agencies are human too and you have to make those calls and once you've done it in the same way as you face those sober events i can tell you I, I can tell you, I can promise you that you will feel better. You will feel so much better. And once you've done it once, just like your first sober event, it will be fine. You can keep staying in contact with them because that's the way you're going to deal with it. You need to do what's needed. In the same way that maybe you had to do some uncomfortable stuff like you know, move the alcohol out of the house, clear out your environment, you know, only have people over if they bought their own alcohol and take it home with them. You have to make some unpleasant decisions. And those might mean, you know, cutting up the credit cards. It might make, make you make decisions about where you go out, you know, writing down a budget, doing stuff like that. You need to have a plan and you need to work it every day the same way as you do with sobriety, one day at a time. Don't worry about next month's bills. Just focus on these ones, pay these ones now. And gradually, the hard work pays off. In the same way that you start to see a light at the end of the sober tunnel, you do start to see a light at the end of the debt tunnel. The sunshine does start to 
you know, to come out again. And you realize that you learn a huge amount about yourself in the same way that maybe you are on your sober journey. You, you actually learn a huge about about yourself when you deal with debt. For a start, you stop being very judgmental about people who have no money. Because we really do tend to sort of look down on, on people who, who struggle with money, who are poverty stricken, in the same way that we have these stereotypical views about alcoholics. And boy, once you've you've been there and you've had your ego stripped away by being, you know, financially hard up or having any kind of addiction, when you faced being that raw and vulnerable, you suddenly start being way less judgmental about people around you. So I hope this hasn't been too much of a, you know, a, a subject which is, you know, sad before the weekend. I hope this is helpful for you. So I just want to sign up, sign off for, uh, for today and say to you, my name is Jackie and I'm in debt. So I'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.